Welcome back, everybody. This is Food for Thought, Thoughts If It Were You, by Neogentrix. Now, in the last episode, we were basically covering the different kinds of birth controls, their effects, and what they do. We're going to pick up with that with the next topic, which would be an IUD. Okay? Like I mentioned in the last episode, it has a 99% effective rate. It can cost up to $1,500, but it can also be zero depending on your insurance. And the thing is with this one is it can only be put in by a doctor or a nurse. So you can't exactly do this one yourself. The good news is, unlike the previous permanent, um, sorry, not permanent, unlike the last one that can also be put in, um, that has a high effective rate, uh, or low maintenance cost, the birth control implant, the IUD lasts up to 12 years, whereas the implant lasts up to five. Okay. And unlike the implant, the IUD, which is a tiny device, it goes inside your ureters to prevent pregnancy, okay? Like I said before, it is long-term, but it is reversible. It's one of the most effective birth controls that are out there. Now, granted, since it's not a serum or anything in specifically like that, uh, you don't have to worry about anything being injected into your bloodstream for this one. Um, first things first. I'm pretty sure you want to know what IUD stands for. Intraterin, uh, in in uh, forget it. Intraterin device is what it stands for. It's basically a, a device inside your body. Okay. Most people remember it as T something, but anyway, like I mentioned before, it's uh. This device, there are five different brands, okay, that the FDA has basically approved in the United States. One of which is Paragard. The other one is Marina, Kylina, Lolita, and Skyla. Now, to my surprise, apparently all of them are named after girls, but again, I don't really know many guys who actually use them, so. The IUDs, though, are, provided in, are divided into two different types. Uh, copper IUDs, which is basically the Paragard and um, and hormonal ones. Um, the Paragard one is the only one that has copper in it. The hormonal IUDs, which would be the Marina, Marina Kylie, and Lolita, and Skyla, don't have copper in them, and uh, to my knowledge, anyway. Okay. The Paragard doesn't have hormones, it's wrapped in tiny bits of copper and it can protect from pregnancy up to 12 months, uh, 12 years. The other four use hormone prostogen to prevent pr uh, pregnancy. The prostogen is very similar to the hormonal uh, progesterone that your own body makes naturally. Okay, Marina will work up to seven years, Kylina will work up to five, Lolita will work for seven, and Skyla, Skyla will work for three. And while the other one does work a little bit longer, it can cause a bit of issues with over uh, overages of copper in the body. Okay, both the copper and hormonal ones uh, prevent pregnancy by changing the way the sperm cells move so that they can't get to the egg. And as I mentioned before, no sperm cells, no egg, no pregnancy. It's as simple as that. Okay, the Paragard uses copper to prevent uh, pregnancy. The sperm doesn't like copper, so. It makes it almost impossible for the sperm to get to the egg. The other one uh, uses hormones to thicken the mucus that protects the um, the egg, therefore trapping the sperm and making it so that they can't reach the ovaries. Works out well. 
One of the awesome things about the IUD is that it lasts for years, but they're not permanent. So if you decide you want to get pregnant and you don't want to have it anymore, you can just ask your doctor to get rid of it. Okay? Another thing I want to go ahead and point out. IUDs can be used as emergency contraception. Well, specific ones anyway. The Paragard uh, copper IUD, uh, IUD works very well in an emergency contraception situation, but it has to be put in within 120 hours or five days after your last episode of Unprotected Sex. It's more than 99.9% .9 effective. It's actually the most effective way to prevent pregnancy after sex if you're worried about it. Though, keep in mind, you still don't want to have to try to run that risk. I would still recommend using condoms and such anyway, um, unless you're allergic to what they're made of, and having an extra set of the morning after pill immediately for use. Keep in mind, you have to use it within uh, two to three days if you're using the morning after pill just to be sure for it to fully work, okay? The effectiveness of the IUDs are pretty effective, um, more than 99% effective, which means one out of 100 people who use them will get uh, will get pregnant every year. Um, and while they claim that they're so effective there's no chance of making a mistake, you can never be 100% sure. Um, keeping in mind, though, you still can't forget the pill, like I mentioned before, or the use of condoms. But, like, unlike, unlike condoms, you're protected 24-7 constantly. Okay. Another thing I want to definitely point out is that IUDs can't protect you from STDs, so you still are going to have to use condoms and other things as well to help protect you from that. Okay. As far as IUDs are concerned, there's only a few places you can get them. Okay. You have to get them put in by a nurse or doctor or a healthcare provider, which means you can only get them from a gynecologist, family planning clinics, or local planning par uh, Planned Parenthood's health centers, okay? As far as what the insertion is like, and I know a few people are going to probably ask me this, uh, first your doctor will ask you some questions about your medical history, then they'll check your vaginal cervix and uterus areas. They may also test you for an STD, because if you have one, it makes this whole thing pointless. Uh, you may be offered medicine to help uh, open and or numb the cervix before they can put it in there, otherwise it, it may hurt. Um, to put it in, the doctor will have to put um, a speculum, you're going to have to look that one up, I will not get the definition to that, uh, into your vaginal area, and then use a special inserter to put the IUD in through the opening in your cervix into your uterus for that to make effect. Uh, the process usually takes less than five minutes, so it doesn't take very long. Um, and they can be put in at any point in your menstrual cycle too. So you can usually get one put in right after giving birth or in some cases, despite my dislike of this, um, abortion. Now, do not get mad at me for saying that. Not everybody's up for abortion. Not everyone's pro or for it, okay? I just happen to be one of those that doesn't care. All right. So how does it feel to get one put in? People usually feel some cramping or pain when they're getting theirs uh, in place. The pain can be worse for some, but luckily it only lasts for a minute or two. 
And for some doctors, they tell you to take pain medicine before you get the IUD to help prevent the cramps as well. They also might inject the local numbing medicine around, you know, your cervix area just to make you comfortable. Unfortunately, some people may feel dizzy during or right after it's put in, and there's a small chance that you'll faint. Um, so keep that in mind. You might also want to ask someone to come with you to the appointment so you don't end up driving home. That's definitely something you don't want to do, okay? Now, after it's put in, a lot of people don't feel fine right away, and you know, but they'll still need time to take it easy. There may be some cramping, back aches. Uh, you want to chill at home, curl up and watch TV, read a book or something. Um, get a heating pad or over-the-counter pain medicine to ease with the cramps if you have those, okay? You may have cramping and spotting from the IUD, but this will only last for a few months. It'll go away, okay? And thus, the whole point of the... Uh, pain medicine. On the flip side, copper IUDs make, uh, can make your periods heavier or worse. So keep that in mind. Um, it also can make the cramps worse depending on your body as well. And for some people, this goes on over time, or if it starts causing you pain and discomfort, or there's side effects you don't like, you definitely need to call your doctor immediately so they can have it removed. This chances are you're having an allergic reaction to it or some other reaction to it. Okay. And on that note, it's only an inch to two inches long, so it's not like it's all that far in there, okay? Uh, and don't worry, they have a string that's attached to it that's also an inch or two long so that they can take it out, okay? The string is there so the nurses and the doctors can remove it properly, okay? You can feel the string by putting your fingers in, in, inside you, that's as far as I'm going to go with that sentence, uh, but don't ever tug the string, because... You could move the IUD out of place or accidentally pull it out, and if you do, you run the risk of not only hurting yourself, but you also, well, you get the idea. I, I think I'll leave that as alone. I don't want to go any further than that. The very small chance that your IUD, IUD does slip out of place, it can happen at any time, but it is more common during the first three months when it's placed in there, and are most likely to come out during your period, so be very careful. You have to check your pads, tampons, cups, whatever you have to see if it fell out. So to keep that in mind as well If you, for those who have heavy periods. Uh, you can also check the string to make sure it's still there. If the IUD falls out, you're not protected from pregnancy. So you need to see your doctor immediately. That's the whole point of still using condoms, okay? And remember when you got your IUD, write it down, keep, a, keep track of it so you can have it replaced after 12 years. Um, or unless you have one of the other ones, so seven, five, or three years, regardless, okay? And the thing about it is, you can still have, you can have sex almost immediately after it's put in. Though, I wouldn't recommend it, seeing how you don't know how your body's going to react to it, okay? Question, can you get an IUD? Well, most people can use IUDs safely, okay? But there are some conditions that make side effects and complications more likely, in which you still need to talk to your nurse, okay? Let's, let me go ahead and say this, okay? Here's where you may not be able to get one. If you have certain STDs or a pelvic infection, if you think you may or may not be pregnant, which is should be an ob obvious one, but, you know, I digress. 
have cervical cancer that hasn't been treated or have cancer of the uretus. That's actually really bad. Have had pelvic infection after either childbirth or an abortion in the past three months. Okay. Uh, If that's the case, uh, or here's another one for you. You should definitely not get the Paragard Paragard IUD, like I mentioned earlier, which has copper copper in it, if you have a copper allergy or Wilson's disease. Or in some people's uh, cases, a bleeding disorder, such as people who have, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, sickle cell. If you have sickle cell, especially people who are anemic, this is definitely not something you want. Okay. Any kind of disorder that makes it hard for your blood to cot, uh, clot. I can't speak today. <laughs> and you shouldn't get a hormonal IUD if you've had breast cancer. Definitely not. Okay. Very rarely the size and shape of someone's uretus uh, makes it hard to place an IUD correctly. But if you have any kind of special condition that rules you out, you don't have to worry. Okay, there's plenty of other options that you can choose from. Okay, so with that being said, what are the risks? Okay, there are possible risks with IUD, but serious problems are really rare. Some, Like I mentioned before, the IUD can definitely slip out of your uretus. So you have to be very careful that you can still get pregnant. Uh, if the IUD comes out part way, it has to be removed. Keep that in mind. Okay, it is possible, though extremely unlikely, to get pregnant even if the IUD is in the right position, uh, right spot. If you get pregnant, you should have the IUD removed as soon as possible, as soon as you find out, actually, because uh, if you get pregnant with an IUD in place, there is an increased risk risk uh, of ectopic pregnancy, which is a very serious matter. I actually think I should probably cover pregnancy at some point, but we'll see. It is possible to get an infection uh, if bacteria gets into the uretus when the IUD is put in. So if the infection isn't treated immediately, it can get worse or cause issues affecting pregnancy in the future should you choose to. Basically, when it's put in, it could be... uh, Oh, one other thing. If... If when the IUD is put in, it could push it through the wall of the uretus. This may, it, this actually sounds painful, but it doesn't usually hurt. But if it does happen, you'll need surgery to remove it. And while this is rare, it's a very big problem. Uh, warning signs that you definitely should be aware of. Um, it's, it's very important to pay attention to your body and the signs as well as how it feels. Um, here are some warning signs to watch out for and you need to call your doctor or nurse immediately if you're not if you have any of these. Um, the length of your IED string feels shorter or longer than it was. There's a problem there. It's probably not in place. You can feel the hard plastic bottom of the IED coming through your cervix. I don't even have to explain how that is. Next, you think you might be pregnant. That's understood. You have bad cramping, pain, soreness in your lower belly or stomach. There's pain or bleeding during sex. Keep that in mind. You get unexplainable fevers, chills, or having trouble breathing. Uh, Your vaginal discharge is different from normal. Uh, You have vaginal bleeding that's heavier than usual. Uh, If you have unprotected sex with someone who happens to have an STD, definitely go see your nurse or doctor for any tests or treatments you may need immediately. And yes, while I'm mentioning all of this negative, tragic stuff, it is still safe for breastfeeding. So you don't have to worry about your kids, okay? Now, something I want to definitely go into before I finish this up. There are disadvantages to a hormonal IUD. 
okay? Some people will have side effects after getting a hormonal IUD, okay? They usually go away about three, six months later after you've had it, okay? Because that takes that long for your body to get used to the little visitor in your uretus. Uh, if you stick it out for a few months, there's a good chance that the effects will ease up or your body will just get used to them. The side effects may include pain when the IUD is placed or cramping or back aches for a few days after, spotting uh, between periods, or just straight up irregular periods. Over-the-counter pain medicine can help with cramping, um, but if the bleeding and the cramping doesn't get any better, you need to go talk to your doctor. Um, they, and again, like I said before, it can protect against pregnancy but not STI, so keep that in mind as well. The non-hormonal ones, which would be the copper one that I mentioned before, the side effects for that one would be the pain when the IED is placed and cramping from the back uh, or back aches again for a few days. Same thing as before, spotting periods, irregular periods, or two new ones with the copper one, heavier or longer periods or cramping during your periods. So again, if you experience any of these issues, you definitely want to go see a doctor immediately. Okay, so that's it for the IUDs. We're going to take a short break and then I'm going to come back and talk about the birth control vaginal ring uh, next. topic I want to cover on this birth control thing that I'm covering for the next couple of days um, would be the birth control ring okay while it's not the top of the line tier thing okay much like the IUDs and the birth control implant it is much similar to the birth control shot now while the birth control shots effectiveness is a little higher than the, vag the birth control vaginal ring it still has the same a similar kind of effectiveness as it still basically does the same job now the only difference between the two is that the birth control can be cheaper uh the birth control shot can be cheaper than the ring uh only by a hundred dollars but they're still basically the same the main difference between the two is that the shot can get has to be gotten at least every three months minimum however the ring has to be replaced monthly upon use okay uh, and it has to be prescribed, so you can't just get it, okay? The birth control ring, aka Nuva Ring, is it's safe, it's simple, it's affordable. It, you know, it's basically a small, flexible ring that prevents pregnancy by releasing hormones uh, into your body. Okay, the ring is really effective if you use it right, uh, use it right away. Okay, so. Much like everything else that I've talked about, okay, it basically prevents the sperm from meeting the egg. And again, like I said before, no sperm, if the sperm doesn't meet the egg, nothing can actually happen, okay? The ring contains two hormones, estrogen and progest uh, proge progestin, and I hate these words, uh, which are similar to the hormones that your body already makes, okay? It stops ovulation and it prevents the sperm from reaching the egg. Simple, cut, dry. That's basically 
how it affects your body, okay? And for it to work best for you, you have to use a, a birth control reminder app or set monthly alarms on your phone. Note your rings removal and insertion days on your calendar. Friends or family members who can use the ring uh, can be ring buddies and help each other remind uh, when it needs to come out. Uh, if you have a partner, they can help you remind help remind you to remove it and change it out. Uh, keep your replacement rings in the same place so you don't lose them and store them at room temperature and away from direct sunlight for up to four to six, four months, maybe 16 weeks, uh, give or take. Uh, put any rings that you won't use within the uh, refrigerator uh, in the four month period so that they last a little bit longer. Okay, bottom line, do whatever works to make sure you change that ring on time. And much like the other methods, they don't protect you against STDs. You're still gonna need condoms. I don't know. I don't care what anybody says. None of these methods are gonna protect you 100% or from STDs. Okay. The ring is super effective. It has a 91% effective rate. Okay. When used perfectly, it can be as high as 99%. But in you know when it comes down to it in real life, 91% is the more realistic number. Okay. It's it's not gonna be 100% for everybody. So nine out of 100 users get pregnant every year okay nine out of a hundred is better than 98 out of a hundred okay the better you are about putting the new ring in on, right on the right day every month consistently the more effective it'll be in your body okay its effectiveness is the most important thing you have when picking which birth control you're gonna use whether you want to use an IED or an implant or even just this uh, but if you decide the ring is the right choice for you, you need to change it every time, every month at the right time for it to be super effective. Okay. What makes it less effective for those who don't know, um, uh, and you know, for one, if you don't put the, the new ring on every month at the right time, or if the ring, if the rings out of your vaginal area for more than two, and a, uh, two days, two and a half at the most during the week when you're supposed to be wearing it. I mean, those are simple things, but I mean, they're, they're important things to note. There are also some medicines and supplements that can also make the Nova ring, the, the Nuva ring or birth control ring less effective or null for that matter. Uh, one of which is antibiotics such as uh, rifapicin, uh, rif, I've heard of that one never take taken it before uh reefamate i've heard of this one i've had to take it for you know special issues of my own guys have issues too um i got that all squared away within about a week so thank god for that uh the antifungal uh uh medicines uh one that i do believe it's called uh fulvin correct me if i'm mispronouncing that word or if that's not the right one. I do believe that's the one. Certain HIV medicines, I won't go into that. Certain anti-seizure medicines. So if you're on anti-seizure medicine for whatever reason, or you're bipolar and you have bipolar medicine, those will nullify this ring's effect. It won't do anything. Another one will be the herb St. John's wort. I'm not gonna go into what that is, okay? I'm pretty sure there's people out there who knows what it is. It is a, it's a type of drug slash plant and i'm pretty sure weed addicts definitely know what it is okay i'm not assuming that all of them do but if you're taking any of these you need to use a condom as well as the ring just to make sure or switch to a different birth control method all altogether. okay 
Your, your doctor or nurse will help you decide for whatever reason if this one doesn't work for you. So keep that in mind. Alright? And just to throw this out there. The ring is easy to use. You insert it in your va your, your vaginal area once a month. Okay? You can choose to get periods uh, every month or you can skip them. It's, you know, up to you. Um, there's different sites to learn that tells you how to, to do this. Uh, first things first, make sure the package on, uh, the expiration date on the package for the ring hasn't expired, because in this case, the material that it's made of will start breaking down. In which case, one of two things can happen. One, it'll do nothing, but it won't protect you. Second, it'll poison you. And the last thing you want is the most susceptible area to getting poisoned or STDs to be that area right there, okay? When you insert it, it insert it. Oh my god, I can't talk. Why am I reading this from the... Okay. Um, forgive me for saying this if this sounds weird, but I'm reading this from the package. Yeah, I, I found one for the sake of the podcast. First things first, wash your hands with soap and water. Then squeeze the sides of the ring together with your fingers and push it into your, va your vagina as gently as possible. Don't worry about the exact placement. If you can't feel it when you're walking around, it's in the right place. Okay. Wow, actually looking at this, it's uh, very simple. I can't believe people screw this up. Anyway, when it's time to take out the ring, just hook your finger through the ring and pull it out of your, your vagina slowly but carefully because you don't want to just yank it out. Okay, you don't have to take it out during sex or any other kind of physical activity. It stays there. Okay, once you've taken out the ring, put it in its foil wrapper or wrap it in toilet paper or something and throw it in the trash. Do not flush it. You'll be helping out the environment if you use the foil wrapper because it helps keep whatever hormones are left in the ring from getting into the soil and water. And definitely, definitely, like I said before, do not flush this thing. Uh... Now, here's one other thing I'm going to throw in there. If you want to get your period when you're using the, the, the ring, put a new ring in and keep it there for three weeks. Then take it out the next week when it comes around time for your period. After seven ring-free days, you can put in another ring. It's okay if you're still bleeding or spotting uh, when you put in the new ring. That's normal. You can safely use tampons and pads or whatever uh, with the ring. Just be careful if you pull the ring out when you remove the tampons. Okay? Uh, you don't want to do that. But don't use it during your menstrual, uh, use menstrual cups with the new, with the ring, okay? Take out your old ring, put in the new one on the same day of the week every time. For example, if you put the ring in on Sunday, take it out three weeks later on Sunday, put in the new ring, put the new ring in seven days later on the same Sunday. So your removal day and new ring day will be the same, okay? If you plan on skipping your period, uh, it's very, very simple. Basically, you can make sure to have a new ring every day throughout the month. You can do this two ways. You can pick a day, always change your ring on that day. Uh, for example, if you put your first ring in on the fifth of the month, you can always change your ring on the fifth of every month. Okay, it's okay to have some months that some months are a few days longer than others. Okay, you can wear the ring for four weeks, 28 days straight. Uh, then it, it uh, then take it out and put in a new one. So if you put your first ring in on Monday, you will always change it every four weeks on a Monday. You may have some bleeding or spotting for the first six months when you use the ring, but that's totally normal and it will eventually go away. There's nothing dangerous or harmful when using the ring to, 
to skip your periods and it comes in really handy if you want a special occasion like a vacation or a hot date to be completely period free okay um and like i said before you don't have to take it out when having sex either okay Last thing I want to definitely cover for this specific uh, birth control method, okay? Disadvantages, side effects, and if you screw up. <laughs> Simple, right? Well, let's go with the first thing if you make a mistake. What do you do if your ring fell out? It shouldn't happen often, but it does happen every now and then. If the ring has uh, been in, out of your vagina for less than two days, rinse it with cool water and you can put it back in right away. If you put it back in within 48 hours, you're still protected from pregnancy, which is good. If the ring has been out of your, your vagina for more than two days and you're not on your ring for a week, wash the ring in cold water and put it back in right away. For the next seven days, you'll still you'll have to use a condom specifically. Okay? Just to be sure. Because at that point it's assumed that the hormones aren't being float aren't flowing into your body like they're supposed to be. Okay? On the other hand, if you normally wear your ring for three weeks and forget to put it back, put in a new one, if you don't insert the new one at the end of the ring-free week, put a new one in as soon as you can and use condoms for the next seven days. Then change your ring out again after three weeks on the same day that you put the new one in, okay? And if you normally wear it but you forget to take it out, let's say you meant to take your ring out after three weeks but you forgot and now you're sitting there in the middle of your fourth week wondering what you should do with the ring that's inside you, no worries. Just, you know, keep it in there for the rest of the week. At the end of the fourth week, take it out and put the whole new one in. You basically go through the whole cycle again. You'll still be protected right away, but you'll probably skip your period for those who aren't trying to skip your period. If you wear it normally for a month straight uh, and you didn't change the ring at all, uh, but it's time to take out the new one and put the new one in as soon as you can. Uh, you still, in that case, you would have to use condoms specifically for seven days until you until the ring is ready to change again because once you've worn it for a month you have to wait a week before you put it back in okay now for the disadvantages real quick there aren't a whole lot of them so it shouldn't take very long you have to change the ring on time every time it's time to change it okay there can be negative side effects to it okay like i mentioned before you can have spotting and bleeding between periods sore breasts nausea headaches but again these should go away after two to three months of using it you may also get a little extra vaginal wetness too from using the ring you might also have to change the level of sexual desire uh have a change in your sexual desire because of the ring like you may or may not want it anymore um it shouldn't make you sick or uncomfortable, but if it does, you need to let your doctor know. Luckily, there's other birth control side uh, uh, things you can use if that's a side effect of using this, okay? Some effects are serious. Um, keep that in mind. Though uncommon with the birth control ring, you still have a higher chance of very rare but dangerous problems that people don't who don't use birth control with hormones uh, experience. So keep that in mind, all right? 
So that's it for this episode. There was more I wanted to cover in this one, but uh, due to time constraints, I can't. So next time I'm going to cover the last two um, birth control effect uh, things you can use, but they have to be done on schedule, which would be the birth control patch and the birth control pill. Okay. That episode should be coming out in about six to eight hours, so please look forward to that. Again, this is Neogentrix, Food for Thought, Thoughts if it were you. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys next time.